From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 196 for the week of September 19th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, hoping to plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by Mary Jo Malata-Wooley from our Disneyland team and our special guest, Sherry Eady, Disboard's moderator and Halloween aficionado at the Disneyland Resort. <laughs> In this segment we are going to talk Unleash the Villains and we are also going to give an update on what's new in Halloween this year at the Disneyland Resort. Hello, Mary Jo. Hello, Sherry. Welcome to both of you. Howdy. Hello, hello. Let's talk first about Limited Time Magic Unleash the Villains that took place this last Friday the 13th. Uh, I think we all three were there at some point and experienced a little bit of it. Um, you know, my biggest... My biggest problem with it was that I don't think it turned out as advertised. I was expecting something different maybe, and it just didn't, it just wasn't, wasn't what I expected. Um, what were it, you expecting to happen? Some kind of stage show maybe? In New Orleans Square? No, in, in, on Main Street. On Main Street. What about you, Sherry? What, what were you thinking was going to happen? You know, it it seemed like the whole event was kind of shrouded in in mystery for the better part of the year, even mm-hmm. though it had been on the uh, the limited time right. magic roster of events since right. last year. And so I I thought, you know, at most, I'm thinking, okay, this is probably just going to be, you know, as they said, dance party, and then a way for people to meet the villains so that they don't have to pay for an extra Mickey's Halloween party ticket, you know, when that starts in a couple of weeks. And I figured there would be photo stations set up with the villains and things like that, but um, I didn't know beyond that, you know, what it would be. And I thought it would be a little more organized, I guess. All right, so let's talk about the town square portion, which started at 8 o'clock. I got over there about 7 o'clock, and what they had done is they had installed a stage in front of the Main Street train station, basically covering the street. Um, they each, each of the four corners of this big stage, not well, not stage, it was, a, it was a stage, but it was like a dance floor, had like square go-go dancer type places for people to dance in. Um, they also had a DJ set up. But then also in the, also in town square, but basically between the flagpole and the Giant pumpkin. They had was it just two um, backdrops two. for meet yeah. and greets. So you get there at seven o'clock, and there are there's two big huge lines. One f- waiting for people who wa- one for people who want to wait for the meet and greets, and another for people who want to go into the onto the this dance party stage. So. I wanted to do neither, basically. I was thinking, okay, they're going to, at 8 o'clock, have some kind of announcement and maybe bring out the villains from the train station and then then escort them down to their meet and greet, some kind of show, showy type thing. And so I get over there and 
I meet up with two or three other blogger media, online media type people who are thinking the same thing. So we are, you know, jockeying for position, trying to get up to the rope. We go around to the one side and they wouldn't let us stand there. You couldn't stand in the street. You had to stand on the sidewalk. So we go around to the other side and we're probably 12 people back in this huge crowd trying to, trying to get a look at what's going on. So 8 o'clock comes, and a DJ starts playing. She's playing basically regular songs, you know, all the stuff you'd hear on Radio Disney or you know, just current pop songs. Um, you know, people dancing on uh, – uh, they let people onto the stage or the dance floor to dance. They had the go-go dancers going. They had dancers up on on, on the Main Street Station itself. Um, no, I mean, they had on – Costumes with witches' hats and stuff like that, and then all you know, we hear, oh, the villains are out. So they had escorted the villains, based probably from the Mad Hatter side, over to their their meet and greets, and that was basically it. It was a dance party and meet and greets, and it was, I mean, you know, there were. Tons and tons of people in Town Square waiting for, wait, watching for something to happen, and just nothing was happening. Nobody was communicating or anything. We were just waiting at the rope, watching these people dance, and it's like, I don't, yeah, it just was weird. I got there around 8 o'clock, I think, and being five feet tall, I couldn't see anything. I could see the tops. I, I could see where they were having... Um, the meet and greets flanking the giant pumpkin. Right. And I could see that there was something happening. You know, I could see the, the dancers, the go-go dancers uh-huh. up on the stage, but it was literally wall to wall people and we were inching along. Yeah. Um, to go and, and so I think that anybody who got there late would have missed out a lot. It is, I think the, the concept of having it on Main Street is, pretty cool but to mm-hmm. execute that is horrible yeah because well, with people have, coming you, in and out of the park and right people coming in and part out of the park people who don't know that to expect that right running into that i think would probably be in shock because you just couldn't move when you're over there and, yeah. and i think um i didn't see too many parents with strollers but i would think that anybody in an ecv a wheelchair or a stroller would have a really hard time yeah. and i did not notice at that time, um, you know how they have in the backstage corridor where they let people right. bypass. Yeah. I didn't. That was not open at the time when I was trying to get to the exit. I know that that so, was open. When was that open? After Fantasmic, maybe. I could see that happening. Yeah. Because no, actually, I, that was after the after the. No, I'm sorry. After after fireworks, after fireworks, it was open. So how long did you stay there where the Main Street dance party was? Um, till about 8.30 maybe, 8.45. Yeah, and, did uh, they 8:45. Announce, and did they announce any of the villains no. when you were there? No. Okay. The just dance party continued and they had meet and greets with the villains. Uh, by around that time, um, I think there, there was basically no line for the dance party. I think you could... You could almost go right up onto the stage. Were people was, dancing you know, when you were there? There, there were people. Yeah, some of them were just standing up there, okay, looking confused, and then <laughs> some of them were dancing. So, so you know, 
845, I'm like, okay, I've got to get over to New Orleans Square and stake out a spot for my camera to get these villains, you know, being announced on, at the, at the train station. So we head over there and, you know, it's right before Fantasmic and one way traffic or, you know, you're, 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 you're basically in a sea of people. You know, you're in the, was it EAC? You're in the East Atlanta, or was it the, from the, from Finding Nemo? You're on the current. You're, you you can not there's no choice. You just got to keep moving. So we get past, you know, where where the U-turn is, and I U-turn, and there's there's still sending people, and I, so I'm asking, you know, where where do we wait for the for the dance party? And she's like, well, no, you 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 can't wait here until until ten o'clock. We're not letting people in until ten o'clock. This is the nine forty-five dance party. She's telling me. We're not letting people in until 10 o'clock. That's just crazy. So we, we snuck up onto that, that raised platform in the middle of, in the middle of New Orleans Square and we watched Fantasmic, which went off like seven or eight minutes late, which then of course threw the fireworks seven or eight minutes late. Um, and then we just, we, after, after Fantasmic, we waited and just kind of watched the crowd and there was, the problem was, you had two two Fantasmics, you had a brand new opening of Haunted Mansion Holiday, and you had this dance party, all in the same area, and there was there was just nowhere to go. So it was gridlock there it too. It was gridlock, yes. Oh like my gosh, hot- I imagine. Go ahead, Sherry. I was going to say it's a hotbed. Oh madness. Yes. That's what it is. I I you know I probably could have tried harder and gotten back there, but. I could see that there was there was really nothing going on, and it, it just I don't know. Um, now I know Mary Jo, you were you were back there later. What what did you experience? I went I um I had left the park and I went back. Let's say around ten ten thirty, around there. And when I got to Main Street, the the line stayed backing up. Well, Mary Jo, how long how long did it take you to get back in the park? Well, let me just say. I heard that the traffic at the, because, um, Stephen Lim mm-hmm. had tried to go early. I think he had to park at Garden Walk. Right. The traffic was gridlocked to come into Disneyland, let's say around 6.30, right. 7 p.m. and in the early part of the evening. And the lines I heard had gone from Disneyland to California Adventure. So yeah, well, they we, were well, huge. We, we left the park around 10.15. And of course that's right when DCA was closing. So everybody, yeah, the the lines were way back. But so it wasn't that bad for you. Yeah, I must have gone there around ten o'clock before DCA closed because oh, it, it okay. took me it took me less than five minutes to okay, get there in you go. Cool. to Disneyland. Cool. And there were a lot of people, but by then the crowd had pretty much thinned out. The people who, um, you know, it wasn't their scene had left already, right. and the people who were there were having a blast. There were okay. a bunch of people on the stage on Main Street dancing. There's a lot of energy up on the stage. I didn't see any villains myself. Okay. I did see that there were still long lines for the villains, uh, the meet and greets. Uh-huh. But I didn't, um, I glanced over and I saw the villains, but I didn't pay too much attention because I was really headed towards New Orleans right. Square. But it was still really crowded over there, just not gridlock. Uh-huh. So I headed over to New Orleans Square and again, it was very crowded. 
by that time there was a better crowd control and so it was the the line for Haunted Mansion was well marked the um the second well Tom I must have got there later at 10:30 because okay. Fantasmic was already over okay the, there was no Fantasmic it must have been 11 maybe 11 you, you must have stayed longer than you thought at the bar yeah hey well, hey because <laughs> Fantasmic so, would be ten, starting at 10.30 Okay, so I must have gone at 11 o'clock <laughs> Okay So, he's telling my secrets yeah, and, uh, Revealing all Revealing all But, um, okay, so by that time The crowd from California Adventure had all gone into Disneyland yeah, and gone yeah. home So that's when I got there um, Like I said, there was a lot of energy going on at Main Street People were having a good time I got to New Orleans Square And the line for the party itself was really long and it snaked along where the garden was for the fountain okay. and I couldn't see I could see that the party was happening at the train station itself uh-huh. but I all I could hear was music thump, thump, thump. yep the music and um, lights you know flashing and stuff but I thought oh what the heck so I got in line and I have to say that People were not complaining in line. Some people were saying what's going, asking what's going on. Uh-huh. They had cast members consistently saying, this is the line for the dance party, the line for the dance party, and um, directing the people to go to Haunted Mansion if that's where they wanted to go. Uh-huh. A lot of young people were standing in line. Some parents were standing in line. Some, Not too many older people were. And then I got up to the stage, and I just saw they were having a really good time. It was a little bit crowded. And not too many people were leaving, so that's why the line was snaking around. Right. But I just thought that was a lot of time to stand in line to go to the dance party. I think people who got there early probably had a blast. The yeah. people who were up on the train station. And I didn't want to take the place of other people who wanted to dance, so I really didn't go up on the train station. Okay. I went up to it, saw what was happening, and then I just kept on going. Okay, so was there anything happening at the 13th minute of every hour, or did you see any of that? Um, I didn't see any. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, they announced um, Queen of Hearts. Okay. When I was there, they announced two villains, Queen of Hearts, because I think I tweeted Queen of Hearts is in the house. Okay. When uh, when they had her. Was it exciting? Yeah, everybody was cheering. Was it something I shouldn't have missed, or? It was. It was the DJ, and there, and all they said was, "And here's the Queen of Hearts," and they were they were all dancing. She was joining part of the dance party. Okay. So it was kind of like in the Halloween. Um, I think if you were probably twenty something, Tom. Right, which then, I'm not. <laughs> then go. I know that um, our. So so out so out in, in New Orleans Square, the villains were dancing as part of the dance party, as opposed to a meet and greet. Correct. They were okay. dancing as part of the dance party, and they were not signing any autographs. And the, and I'm glad you asked that because there were parents who asked, or people who asked, you know, can we get an autograph? And they said, no, you have to go to Main Street. For the pictures and autographs, so they weren't doing pictures, autographs. They were just dancing and having okay. a good time. Okay. And then they and they were playing songs like Thriller and you know those types of songs. And so, so they everybody were playing was up more, there. more theme type music. Um, all, I heard all theme music over there. Okay. In New Orleans. Yeah, Square. I heard none, no theme music on Main Street. I didn't pay too much attention. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, they were playing dance music on Main Street. Yeah. But yeah, they Interesting. were and and um. You know, again, it's a, probably a different vibe than Mad Tea Party because there's no liquor there. So yeah. everybody's truly just yeah. dancing and and they're there to see the villains and have a good time with the villains, uh-huh. etc. And like I said, as long as the line was, because it probably took me about 
20 to 30 minutes, the yeah. line was just inching along. Yeah. Everybody was in a good mood. And the, and the people who didn't know, who were finding out that the villains were there, they were excited to be there and to see the villains. So. Cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like people had fun. It was just, I think maybe they should have spread it out more. Maybe have the dance party at Rancho de Zocalo or I was th- well, Tomorrowland Terrace or or the Jamboree back in um, yeah in Big Thunder or Mountain, or even do like Thunder they Ranch. did they did on the twenty four hour day and reopen um, Toontown after the after the fireworks or something like that just somewhere out of out of New Orleans I mean it's kind of nice in New Orleans Square but my goodness well the sad thing too. Yeah, the the sad thing is, I'm sorry for talking over you, but no. the the sad thing is 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 the party was happening on the on the train station, but you couldn't see anything if you weren't there on the train station and part of it. Because uh, some people were like along, you know how like you, the, where the queue is for the train station right. up on top. So there were people. Some people were there standing, but I don't know if they were dancing on the tracks or what. But the people were out there dancing right. on, the, on the platform. You couldn't see any of it if you were standing back. You just okay. knew that something was happening out yeah. there. So I, I don't think I, it, I think it would have been better executed. I don't know, maybe the mall in Small World or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I just and and I feel kind of slighted that we didn't get a special fireworks. Oh, after hearing what um, the they did over in Walt Disney World, did yeah. you hear Sherry? No, I didn't. What did they do? Because they, they, theirs was at Hollywood Studios, and they had a special fireworks show that went on. I, I haven't seen the video yet, but I heard it was fantastic. Like a special uh, Halloween-themed or villain-themed? Yeah, villain-themed fireworks. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. the skies were red, and there was fire and stuff. Tell you the truth, personally, I like our fireworks show um, that they have at the, that's now you can only see at the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I think they I think they should have had that, that fireworks show last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a kickoff. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been because if they were offering up the villains, you know, in sort of a uh, an alternative to the MHP to Mickey's Halloween party, like here you can meet the villains for free, so you know this will save you from having to buy an MHP ticket. I think it would have been an extra little perk, and it maybe would have made all of the hassle and the confusion a little more worthwhile if they had also run the Halloween Screams fireworks. I, I think agree. that would have been a good idea. I agree. I think so. All right. Let's, uh, we, well, we can I probably, just wanted to say. Go ahead. One, okay. One last just thing. Just one more. Yeah, one last thing is, you know how, like, when you go to, um, you come in Disneyland and towards the end of the night, they'll have all of the Fab Five will be in different parts of Town Square? Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking they were going to do with the villains, that they would all be out and people would be going up and getting their autographs and pictures with them instead of two at a time with a humongous line. Right. In there. All right, so you mentioned Mad Tea Party. So Mad Tea Party allegedly has a Halloween-type overlay for the holiday. And Sherry, you, you were over there taking a look, and you didn't see much, did you? Uh, no. Well, we we escaped the uh, <laughs> unleashing of the villains in, and the unleashing of the madness in uh, Town Square. And we, we, too, were kind of surrounded by people in town square that didn't know what was going on there were people behind us that were pondering you know what is what is everyone waiting for i mean what really are we waiting for are we just waiting to watch the villains take pictures with people are we just waiting to watch people dance what are we waiting for and there was a lot of confusion and there were some disgruntled people behind us that were saying this is stupid 
Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because basically these villains, you can meet them at other times yeah. of the year. It's yeah. not like they're exclusive only to Halloween time. You can meet Cruella Deville other times. So there were people that were confused. So we decided to escape. We got stuck in the massive gridlock um, to get out of Town Square. And it's funny, Mary Jo, you mentioned strollers. We were right in the mob that we were stuck in. There were uh, a couple of people with strollers. One of them was like one of those double-wide strollers. And they were trying to get out, and they were just as smushed in, in the crowd as we were. And uh, one of the ladies with the strollers was saying, there are people with strollers trying to get out. But, huh. you know, no one was no. paying attention because everyone was trying to get out. We were trying to escape, and we were stuck, you know, elbow to elbow, and it was like New Year's Eve-level crowd. So finally we managed to get out of that mess. And... um went over to California Adventure, caught a couple of songs from the Mad Tea Party. It was supposed to be the All Hallows Eve uh, version of Mad Tea Party. And um, I'm not a Mad Tea Party expert, so I'm not exactly sure how much this differed from their usual set, but it didn't seem, just from the little snippet that I caught, it didn't seem to be tremendously Halloween themed so I wondered if we missed something or if there was something we weren't seeing um, maybe there was something that was there that was not overtly obvious to us but it just didn't nothing screamed Halloween to me you know I not that not from the little section that we saw and incidentally when we ended up leaving later we left somewhere in the nine o'clock hour I don't know if it was like 9 30 or 9 45 something like that we left to go home and as we were leaving, there was a hideous line of cars coming from who knows where, you know, trying to get into the parking lot. So I thought, wow, the park is already crazy enough, and there's more people that are lined up to go in. So we were glad that we got out of there in the nick of time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything else Halloween-y new in California Adventure? Not that. Uh, we saw, and not that I know of. In fact, okay. um, Lisa, the person that uh, I was with, um, she was saying that you know, even if Disney wanted to have the Halloween party in California ad- adventure again, like they used to uh-huh. um, prior to 2010, they they wouldn't be able to unless they added some kind of dose of Halloween back into that park. It's, right. it's pretty much. I think the only thing that's there is is like the um, Duffy. Right. Pumpkin patch photo yeah. spot or something, yeah. yeah. But no, there's nothing really. I mean, other than that, that All Hallows Eve Mad Tea Party, which okay. I suppose is you know Halloween themed. But um, no, no what decorations if, or anything. What about merchandise? Do they have the Halloween merchandise at California Adventure? Because I know that you um, oh, yeah. did an extensive study. <laughs> On that. I, oh, I she's mainly, got wonderful pictures of everything. So I mainly stayed in Disneyland because I uh, on that day because I knew that uh, Disneyland was where the the bulk of the Halloween action was happening. Um, and but we did when we went over there, we did peek in the in the shop by Tower of Terror, and Lisa wanted to get a one of the exclusive shirts for the Unleash the Villains event, and they were out of them. But they told her that they would be selling them online you know, Disney Store Online slash special events or something like that. So, um, but, uh, I, you know, I would imagine that they probably have... Yeah, I saw, I saw most of the Halloween merchandise over there as well. Yeah, they probably have the same things. Um, you know, it's just that the, 
basically the Halloween time celebration seems to be centered in Disneyland. Yeah. It's almost like it doesn't exist in the other park. Yeah. And and actually in some areas around Disneyland, slowly but surely over the years, in little areas they kind of scale it back, but sometimes they do it so subtly that unless you really pay attention uh-huh. to the decorations, you might not notice that things are missing, but... You know, like the floral Mickey at the entrance to Disneyland. Does sometimes, sometimes they will put a mask on him, or you know, a Halloween mask. Right. right. Last, he didn't have a mask. You know, they they scale it back in little areas, and um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of puzzling. But yeah, California Adventure, it's almost like it's just disconnected from the whole Halloween celebration, <laughs> other than those pieces of merchandise that are in the shops right. that you can also get in in Disneyland. I wonder if in the next couple of weeks they're going to add because add to the um, to Disneyland as far as de- the decor because the floral Mickey to me seemed really toned down compared to other years. Really toned down, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing that I saw at all was just the I think orange and yellow flowers on either side, and that was it. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, no, this doesn't even look like Halloween. They've so. only given him a mask, um, like every every so often they will. I remember he had a mask, I think, in 2007. He may have had the mask in 2008. I can't recall 2008 for sure, but 2007 I know he had one. And then they, they'll skip a year or two. Then 2011 he had the mask again. But, uh, yeah, it's very weird how they do that. I don't know why it can't be a regular thing. I don't know what's going on in the horticulture department there <laughs> that they can't, you know, plan that out and get that going. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, it's just not there for some reason. But, um, you know, it seems like Main Street and in Frontierland, those are like the hubs of right. the Halloween activity, right. really. And right. New, New Orleans, Orleans Square. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the carnival. What's new in the carnival this year back in the Big Thunder Ranch? Uh, the Carnival has the Pirates League, uh, event now. I was not too familiar with Pirates League. You know, obviously it's not something that I've done. Right. Um, apparently it was something that was popular last year with a lot of people who brought their, uh, kids there, their boys there to, to be made up as pirates and they get their faces painted and, and things like that. And I Mary Jo might know more about that. I'm not sure about Pirates League, but that's been moved to the Carnival. Um, it was in the uh, Court of Angels in New Orleans Square last right. year, but uh, it's in the Carnival. I think it's a good fit there because yeah. there's so much going on there already in terms of crafts and, uh, you know, the pumpkin carvers and the music and the treats and the villains and the, you know, there's just, and the games, the Carnival games, there's a lot going on, so I think that it kind of fits in. Um, pirates, just... Thematically speaking, pirates in the middle of Frontierland is a bit strange. It's <laughs> right. like, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, pirates at the ranch, basically. It's like a ranch yeah. setting and, you know, okay, it, pirates It still are, works though. But it's, yeah, it still works though. If you set, set that aside and suspend disbelief and all that, yeah, it fits in with the, and I walked by and there were some kids getting their faces painted yeah. and, and it seemed like it was pretty festive. Um, other than that, I think it was pretty much par for the course. I think they, they, they shifted over the villains a little bit. And I don't know, I, I read somewhere that they, somebody thought it was bigger, but I I don't know. Well, I like the conjure the villains part. Yeah, that's what I was right. talking about, the conjure the villains. 
the line was very long for that, I yeah. noticed. I mean, just in the little, in the time that I was there, I noticed that there were a lot of people waiting to get in. Um, and Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, of course, are still there. But I thought that last year, weren't they calling themselves Billy Hill and the Haunted Hillbillies? Yeah, and they were doing... They're supposed to be doing a Halloween-themed show right now, starting starting yesterday. They were starting, doing... Starting last Friday. They were Friday. doing songs. Um, they did... Uh, one of the songs they did was Devil Went Down to Georgia. Um, that I think uh, they were doing theme-appropriate songs. Oh, okay. Um, but they just didn't... The sign just said Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Yeah. It didn't say Haunted. So they seem to have taken that out. Um, the treats, I think, were the same. They still had the candy corn... They had a, a um, deep-fried apple burrito. Oh, yes. I saw that on the sign, That's yes. That's new, uh-huh. right? I didn't try it. Uh, I didn't. You know, I think it's new. It's new to yeah, me. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about it last year. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds kind of good. Well, it's fried. I mean, it's got to be good. Yeah. It's got to be good. <laughs> Apparently, though, just a warning about the candy corn cotton candy, I've been told, I, I haven't tried it, but I've been told that during the holiday season, the candy cane cotton candy does not taste at all like candy cane. It's just regular cotton candy. Okay. So I'm assuming it's the same thing with the candy just the color. color. Just the color. Just the color. Yeah, okay. just the color. Uh, anything else from the carnival that we need to talk about? I think the pumpkin carvers are always worth um, going to to visit because um, that's something that changes throughout the season. Like okay. the rest of the decor, you know, the decor on Main Street will stay the same all season long. and right. the Decor in Frontierland will stay the same, but the the pumpkins, that's something that will change because some of them only have a, a lifespan of maybe right. you know a week, two weeks. Some Especially of them can last. Especially in, in the weather we've been having. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. That hot weather killed my uh, my zombie gingerbread cookie. The frosting was <laughs> oh. running down. Yeah, the cookies did not fare well in the in the heat. Um, but yeah, the the pumpkins exactly the weather. Um, one of the carvers there told me that uh, he, I think he said that the, um, the, what was he saying? The dry weather, I think, he, was actually better for them. But he, um, you know, they can carve some of them up in in a couple of hours, and some of them take are much more elaborate and, and take a day. Some of them are more multi-layered and multi-dimensional. You know, they've got all these appendages sticking out of them and. You know, some are kind of just like blank canvas, almost with just etchings on them. You know, it's very interesting the the variety of uh, pumpkins that they can do, and they look for. Um, from what the carver was telling me, they look for the the odd shapes. You know, the shapes that nobody would want. Um, he said that a lot of times Disney will bring them the pumpkins that are perfectly round, but those are the ones that they that they don't really want. I mean, they can use them for things, but they want the ones that, that are odd, oddly shaped, you know, the things that can be used for noses and things that can right. be used for, like, weirdly shaped heads and things like that. So it's uh, it was kind of it's a fascinating process. So I think they're worth it, but um, that's worth a visit. But uh, otherwise, yeah, the whole carnival area is a good time. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. Anything new on Main Street this year? Not that I noticed. Okay. Did you notice anything, Mary Jo? Not that I noticed. Just uh, they had pretty much the same. You know, some of the merchandise that we're going to talk in a couple of minutes. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, you know what I th- what I didn't notice, and I'm hoping they'll bring it later on, is they usually have a little Halloween show on Main Street with the gal 
who's dressed in orange and I didn't see that that out there. So oh, I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking that um they they're still going to add a little bit more before the Halloween um, parties start. I, I saw the Dapper Dan's in their orange pinstripes. So yeah. Kind of cool. In the past, they've had that Halloween show, which is really nice. So. Okay. Um, of course, Ghost Galaxy Space Mountain is back. Uh, no changes there. Still, right. still scary. Uh, what should we talk about first? Merchandise or Haunted Mansion Holiday? Haunted Mansion Holiday. Okay. Did you get to experience it, Sherry? Yes. Okay. Um, the first time I tried to go on it, the line was long and I gave up, but then later on we went back and got in line and the line was still long, but this time we decided to, you know, stick with it and yeah. I wanted to go on it. And um, I, th- I, was, love- I went on three times and I think all three times it was t- maybe 20 to 30 minutes wait, so not too bad. Did you notice... Um, a lot of differences for the the celebration of the 13th year in it. I mean, I saw a few little things, but just, I don't know if they were major. The stretching room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, then, the, the of course, the normal the change with the gingerbread house. Yeah. But. Should we start from the beginning, then? When when you walk in, it's the, the normal room, but then you get into the stretching room, and mm-hmm. that's where we see our first change this year, which I thought they did a really... Pretty cool job. Yeah, we don't, want to give, we don't want to give away too much, but they, no. they've created no, a no, nice no. effect on the ceiling. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different. different. Um, and, and then walking down the hallway, there's a little f- new effect in in the portrait portrait room portrait hallway, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. They bring it to life. Yes. Um, what else is new? The, this is the first time I was telling Tom, the first time that I noticed that Madame Leota is floating in an ornament. She's you know, always she's been usually in an just, ornament. I, I've always seen the sphere. I've never seen the actual, I've never seen it as yeah. a Christmas ornament. Yep, it's a, yeah, it's a Christmas ornament. So I thought that I was, so it's so funny, you know, as many times as you go right. in the Haunted Mansion, especially at the, at this time, it's, something new. Yeah, um, I was, t- when I, when I went up my buddy, um, I was talking about telling you know, how in in the in the in the in the, the finale in, in the cemetery there is just so much going on if you just look way in the back and you know I mean just regular haunted mansion and either it's, there's just so many figures in there that you don't if you're just cursory looking you don't see there's just so much action going on sorry you you have to really go more than more than one time to see yeah. that. No. I'm sorry. I, yeah, it's. I, um, I I would agree. There's a lot of little details. Like you were just talking about the ornament that Leota is and Mary Jo. Um, and I was thinking quietly, have I? Did I realize that? <laughs> <laughs> I know the one thing that I didn't realize in that scene, and however many times I've gone on that ride, for some reason I've never paid attention. But in that same scene with Madame Leota, I don't think I noticed that the the uh, Nutcracker was uh in front of her and and mouthing the same words you know that she's speaking oh is that what he's doing yeah it's i mean (laughs) i'm thinking how long has that been there that i haven't been noticing it um i've seen him before he's creepy every time i see him that's a creepy looking nutcracker you know something that was missing though that i noticed um from outside the mansion along the queue in the line um uh in the area where the the little statues are the little pet 
cemetery right, area. There was no Oogie Boogie topiary. Oh. I wonder if they'll be bringing him out later. You're right. Yeah, he was uh, conspicuously absent from... I, I'm hoping that they'll trot him out for... You know, I mean, that ride's going to be going on all through early January, so I'm hoping they'll bring him out because that's a, a nice yeah. little touch that is not normally works. there. Maybe he got mm-hmm. damaged or something in the... You know, oh, don't say that. I, I hope not. Ringworm, nice. <laughs> then, of course, the... Um, the gingerbread house. The gingerbread house is huge. It was amazing, and, yeah. I, I love how they celebrate the 13 years with that. Mm-hmm. And the smell of ginger is uh, gingerbread as you, as you oh enter the goodness. room. It's, it's um, got to be the uh, tallest house that they've had so far, right? That's the tallest? I think they said it's like the biggest one they've had. Yeah, it looked very tall. It looked yeah. significantly taller than, than any of the ones they've done in the past. And then, and then a, like, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. I was saying, like, in years past, they have, there's moving parts on it. There's dancing uh, gingerbreads, I believe. Gingerbread yeah. men mm-hmm. twirling yeah. and rocking back and forth and stuff. And then they've also added a new ghost in the in the ballroom. Oh, I missed that. What's the new so ghost? Did I. Zero. Oh, oh, zero. Oh, he wasn't there before? I don't believe so. I noticed him. Oh, you know what? It hasn't Zero has always been down at the table. Okay. Pulling at that lady at the at that lady's skirt, I think. Okay, but he was flying up in the air this time, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, and I don't then think there's anything new in the in the cemetery, is there? Well, let's go to the attic first. Okay, attic. Sorry. There's a a tribute to an imaginaire in the attic. It's a it's a white box with red ribbon, I believe. And it's a present for, I think the name is Bill. But uh, apparently um, one of the Imagineers who worked on the Haunted Mansion passed away, and so they they put a tribute to him oh, okay, cool. and that. So I thought that was Very really nice. neat. And for those who know about the Monkey Bride, we didn't see her this time. So we, <laughs> Neither we'll look did next. I. You didn't see it either? Not this time, no. In the past I have, but not this time. So we, we need to go again and, and search if for the you, Monkey If you bride. find the Monkey Bride, email Mary Jo at www.info.com. <laughs> Let me know where and he's g- at. And give her, a, give her a hint. Yeah. And in the cemetery? I don't think there's anything new there. I, I love that so. view of Jack. With I mean, he's so cheerful in this spooky, spooky place. I like him so much better than the... Uh, than the uh, Grave digger and the scared dog. Aww. I always feel so bad for that dog. The rose <laughs> so, so skinny, cute. so skinny and scary. And Oogie Boogie's back with his wheel of fortune, wheel of misfortune at the end. So. Mm-hmm. And I didn't notice. Did you notice um, either either of you if they had? Because sometimes they have like a surprise. You know, as the hitchhiking ghost, there's a question mark with like a surprise. Something in one of them. I didn't notice that this time when we went on it. Huh. I think I think they changed them. So I've never seen that some before. feedback on that. Huh. No, okay. I did. I know that I was so busy on the ride because there's so much to look at. I mean, yeah. it's really for anyone who's never been on Haunted Mansion Holiday to see the the transformation from regular Haunted Mansion to the Holiday version. You know, you don't have any idea of how thorough a transformation it is and how detailed it is until you actually go on and see it. And of course, it's a controversial issue and some people love it and some people hate it, but it's, uh, whatever you think of it, it, 
I think most people can agree it's so detailed. Yeah. So because there's so much to look at, I find myself looking all over the place, my head's darting back and forth, left and right, like a tennis match, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that new? Wait, have I seen that before? Like certain <laughs> things that I'm sure I've probably seen a hundred times before. Right. I'm thinking, wait, that looks new. Have, have I seen that hidden Mickey before? And wait, was Zero always in that particular spot? You know, so it's my mind was all confused because I was thinking, okay, there's supposed to be new things added in here, new little surprises added in for the 13th year. And um, I think I was overthinking it and convinced yeah. myself that a lot of the, the longstanding things were were new and probably only, you know, a couple of them actually were. I think... I think I may have spotted one little new thing in the um, in the cemetery at the end, but I, I can't even be sure what it was. I think it may have been like an extra little zero appearance or something in, in there. Because I know I looked up and saw something and I thought, hmm, I don't recall zero being in that particular spot. And, uh, you know, in the, in the cemetery towards the end. But, uh, again, I could be wrong. My mind is playing tricks on me or could be, so... Well, like you said, there's so many different things to look at, and yeah. each time you go, you're seeing something new. Yeah. So. Awesome. So, um, oh, I was going to say, um, now, there, aren't there some surprises coming on the actual anniversary of the Haunted Mansion holiday? I read that they're going to add something on the actual anniversary in October. Yeah, that's so. apparently what's happening. Somebody posted about it in our in our Halloween thread. I, I guess that's. It seems like somewhere. I don't know if it's just going to be on October fourth, which is the actual anniversary of um, Haunted Mansion holiday, or if it's going to be that whole week. Because okay. October fourth is a Friday, is it not? Yes, it is. Friday. So I don't know if it's just going to be like a limited time magic week, or if they're just going to do okay. it for that day. Okay. But supposedly in. There's gonna in each room. There's gonna be like little groups of thirteen. Like Madame Leota's gonna have mm. thirteen candles or whatever right. in you know to commemorate the thirteenth year. Well, but, I'll be um, there on the fourth, so I will check it out and let you know. I have a feeling that day is gonna be very crowded because that that's one of the uh, the that's, Halloween parties that sold out. In fact, that was the first one to sell that's out. That's also Gay Day's weekend, so that's yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that's another reason it's busy. And there's yeah. there's a, a, not why it's busy, but there's a media event that morning, so. Ah, I'll, be, I'll okay. be there checking everything out. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. Yeah. Well, let me read you a couple of some facts off of the Disney blog. Um, this is the Haunted Mansion Holiday. More than 400 flickering candles create the mansion's eerie nighttime glow. More than 100 jack-o'-lanterns illuminate the exterior. 7,500 feet of fresh snow is used each year. At night, several guests have been able to spot zero protecting the mansion. We're going to have to look for that one. Uh-huh. All the iconic black ravens that appear throughout the original Haunted Mansion experience have been replaced by vampire titties except for one. Do you know which one? So something else for us to look at, look for when we go hmm. to the Haunted Mansion. But they don't talk about the uh, October 4th. Darn it. The limited time magic, yeah. We will, we will, time. We will sure find out. All right, so give us some highlights of what's new in merchandise. I, you know, every year there's like a, a slew of new t-shirts and things like that. Some of them are kind of recycled right. um, versions of, of older t-shirts, or maybe they'll take a design that used to be on one of the, the trick-or-treat bags and put it on a shirt. Or There seem to be uh, the trend that I'm seeing, a lot of shirts lighting up, like uh-huh. you either press a button and they light up, or they're 
there's one shirt that we found, uh, Lisa was pointing it out to me in, uh, I think it was the Emporium. It's sound activated. That's <laughs> I mean, I'm so thinking cool. sound activated. Goodness. In a place like Disneyland, that shirt's going to yeah, be yeah. blinking you, or whatever it's doing all day long. You know what I read about that shirt? Cause I started to look into it cause I always think about these type of shirts and how you can't use them. You yeah. can, you can pull that applique off of the shirt and you plug it into your USB to recharge it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and they're going to have other designs later on in the year. So, because when I first saw that on the on the shirt, I didn't like how the applique wasn't sewn into the shirt all the way around. But now I understand it's it's stuck on with I guess like Velcro, mm-hmm. and you you can pull it off to recharge it. And it's a really cool. It it also glows in the dark. So there's more to it than um, what you see when you look at it in the store. Well, you know, one of the cast members in uh, a shop in, mm, I think it was uh, the Showcase shop on uh, Main Street, maybe, she was telling me, I was looking at uh, one of the light-up shirts and one of the light-up bags, and, um, you know, the the typical habit is just for curious customers to walk by, and, you know, you see the, the little button that says, press me, or and I'll light up, or, you know, whatever it says, and, and people automatically do that, obviously. But a lot of them don't shut the, uh, they don't turn the buttons back off. They don't turn the bags off. And so things are just left blinking and flashing. And, um, the cast member was telling me that they, they oftentimes have to get rid of a lot of, uh, merchandise because of that. They, a lot wow. of product goes to waste because people come to buy those things. And if they're buying shirts and bags for the, the blinking properties, right. you know, they want to carry the bag around at the party and, and, you know, the the little light only blinks for an hour and then stops blinking, you know, then they bring it back to get a refund. So there's a lot of product that goes to waste because people come by and they get curious and they just press things. So um, I don't know that there's really any way to combat that other than to just not make things that blink, right. you know, right. blink and flash. Well, but, a lot of times they'll have the batteries in backwards or something like that so that they won't blink on the shelf. And yeah, mm-hmm. Or that you know the little paper tab in there that you have to pull out to to activate. Oh yes, uh, right, exactly. Yeah, that might be that could be a good yes. idea if they spent the money to do that because it just. I mean, I was watching people just walk up and press buttons so things would blink, and then they would just leave it blinking and walk away. And, right. and you know, I was I actually walked over and turned off something at one point because my first my mind goes to well, someone's going to buy that. You yeah. know, they're, they're running out the battery and. I'm thinking of the next person that's gonna, you know, get it and that's, uh, they want a blinking bag and it's not gonna be blinking. But one interesting thing that I saw, and I, I don't know, this could have been out longer than, than the start of Halloween time. Um, you know, the, the ear hat ornaments are all the range, of course, you know, last year and this year and, and there's many different designs for them. They're very clever designs, but one cute, really cute one that I spotted was the Mummy Mickey. Um, it was in, I think it was in a shop in uh, Frontierland, but, um, you know, typical ear hat ornament, except it was just Mickey's ears, you know, wrapped up in, like, mummy tape, you know, uh-huh. mummy bandages. Very cute. And there's a lot of, you know, the typical cute right. Halloween antenna toppers, you know, the cute Halloween ornaments, cute... Um, uh, Halloween costumes for Duffy. You know, Duffy has his own Mickey Halloween costume and and uh, various ears and things like that. I mean, I don't know if there's any particular new 
type of merchandise right. item, right. like a new thing we haven't seen before, but there's always new. Did you see those, the, the headbands, the new headbands that came yeah. out this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are kind of cool. And, you know, some of the, I was uh, assuming that there were going to be some limited time magic uh, Unleash the Villain specific right. shirts and things like that, and I guess there were, but they sold out. But I, I would have liked I didn't to see. see it. I would have liked to buy a Unleash the Mad, or Unleash the Villains pin. I know. Pin exactly, yeah. And if there were pins, I'm. I think there was a type of pin uh, for that event, but I think it it too sold out. There was a Friday the Thirteenth pin with Jack. But oh. All, but, but I didn't see anything else. I, of course, I wasn't looking after the party had started in the shops, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I think there were some limited time magic uh, treats associated with that too. But again, it was that was where there was some confusion. It's you know when Disney says limited time magic, because their limited time magic promo this year has been kind of strangely handled, where something seemed right. to last a week, something seemed to be known about way in advance, something seemed to pop up like a week before, like suddenly, hey, Christmas in July, you know. Yeah. Um, well, and then some things are just an, a week-long advertisement for something that they're going to carry forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, I think, I know that some of us in the in the Halloween thread, we couldn't figure out are these limited-time magic treats slash merchandise, whatever, are they going to be available only on that day on Friday the thirteenth? You know, on right. the Unleash the Villains Day, like for instance, the pumpkin gingerbread zombie cookies. Oh, there you go. You know. Yeah, I mean, that was like, um, we weren't clear if it was only going to be available that day. In the, you know, the annual pass, uh, little note cards they send out or the postcards they send out and then, um, you know, press that I'd read beforehand, it seemed like the zombie cookie kit was going to be something that was going to be sold maybe throughout the season to celebrate the 13th year of Haunted Mansion holiday, but not just for one day. And yet, it seems like maybe some things were just sold for one day <laughs> or not at all. I didn't see a zombie cookie kit. I saw a zombie cookie, but not a kit, and the cookie was only there for the one day. Weird. Yeah, very strange. All right. Anything else we need to talk about that we're missing for this year's Halloween time, Cherry? I don't think so. Not for Halloween time season in general. I know that there's a lot of questions coming up on the board, on the Diz. All of a sudden, there's like a wave of questions about Mickey's Halloween party. People are are confused and don't know if it's worth it. And, of course, that's coming up in just, what is it, like 12 days or something? Very soon. Um, I think that's one important thing to, to note for people who haven't been to Mickey's Halloween party before. A lot of people think... Is it, you know, if I don't go to the party, will I still be able to enjoy Halloween time, you know? And the answer to that, of course, is yes, as we know. I mean, there's still enough to see for Halloween time that you you can have a, a good enough Halloween experience right. without buying a party ticket. Um, but, yeah, so I think they can they can definitely enjoy it without, yeah, without buying a ticket. But um, as for whether or not it's worth it, it just depends on if you want a trick-or-treat, you know, collect candy see the Halloween Screams fireworks, uh-huh. meet those elusive villains <laughs> that cause so right, much madness. Right. Awesome. Sherry, thanks so much again for joining us this year. No problem. Thank you. 
Um, and, you know, of course, we'll put a link in the show notes to the Halloween Super Thread. And if there's anybody needs more information, it is it is up there on the Diz boards and constantly getting bumped to the top because it's very, very active this time of year. It has been and very ha- active for a while, yeah. <laughs> and and in fact, a I'll lot put a link. Pictures. Yeah, I posted a lot of pictures of merchandise and treats um, in the last couple of days. And in fact, when the uh, when the podcast goes up, I'll post a link to that as well. But yeah, a lot of questions coming in, a lot of specifically Mickey's Halloween party questions. But I guess they're like general season questions as well. Just people. You know, who are new to it, they don't know yeah. how it compares to Disney World season, you know, Halloween season, right. and what exactly they'll be seeing and, and what to expect. So, One thing we did miss um, mentioning on this particular podcast segment is um, that the Dia de los Muertos is in Frontierland oh, yeah. also. Oh, yeah. So, uh-huh. Nothing changed, though, so... No, no, nothing changed. Although I, I was, I usually don't, I guess during this time of year, I don't go over that, that way at nighttime. Uh-huh. And I was over there. It's so pretty with the lights and everything, um, the way they have it lit up. So if people go there during the daytime, they, I didn't see the face painting, but they normally have face painting, um, at least on the yeah, weekend there. over there for free. Was it? Okay. <laughs> so they have the face painting for free. And then at nighttime, go back to see how things are lit up because it just looks different. It's really pretty. And the Ray Bradbury Halloween tree yes. lights up at night, and that's gorgeous. That that's always a tree. I always give a little salute to that tree because I know that um, it was really special to him, and I'm glad they were able to put. Uh, did they put that up before he passed away? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, it's he knew about it. And you know, it looks so unassuming and kind of simple in the daytime. You know, you pass by it, and it's like, oh, that's nice. There's a tree with some pumpkins. Um, it doesn't look like anything that spectacular, but then when you see it at night and it's lit up in the kind of red and, you know, the, the pumpkins on the tree are glowing and, you know, it's very, uh, it's, it's nice to have a Halloween tree, you know, because obviously the holiday season is coming up soon and there's Christmas trees galore, but it's nice to have a Halloween tree. Yes. Awesome. Again, thank you both. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye.